number 165, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to Sunday celebration of Mass. We invite the young children to go to the hall where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. We're into the last weeks of the church's liturgical year and very often during this time there are strong warnings given us to live in the right way. As we begin our Mass then for the times perhaps in which we've fallen back into old ways, we once again ask to be forgiven. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and 
Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you, for its full and lasting happiness to serve you with constancy, who are the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. reading from the prophet Malachi. The day is coming now, burning like a furnace, and all the arrogant and the evildoers will be like the stubble. The day that is coming is going to burn them up, said the Lord of hosts, leaving them neither root nor stalk. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness will shine out with healing in its rays. <clears throat> the word of the Lord. the presence of the Lord. 
from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. You know how you are supposed to imitate us. Now we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we ever have our meals at anyone's table without paying for them. No, we worked night and day, slaving and straining, so as not to be a burden on any of you. This was not because we had no right to be, but in order to make ourselves an example for you to follow. We gave you a rule when we were with you, not to let anyone have any food if we refused to do do any work. Now we hear that there are some of you living in idleness, doing no work themselves, but interfering with everyone else's. In the Lord Jesus Christ, we order and call on people of this kind to go on quietly working and earning the food that they eat. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When some were talking about the temple, remarking how it was adorned with fine stonework and votive offerings, Jesus said, all these things that you are staring at now, the time will come when not one single stone will be left on another. Everything will be destroyed. And they put this question to him. Master, they said, when will this happen then? And what sign will there be that this is about to take place? Take care not to be deceived, he said, because many will come using my name and saying, I am he, and the time is near at hand. Refuse to join them. And when you hear of wars and revolutions, don't be frightened. For this is something that must happen, but the end is not so soon. Then he said to them, Nation will fight against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and plagues and famines, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all this happens, men and women will seize you and persecute you, and they will hand you over to the synagogues, and to imprisonment, and bring you before kings and governors because of my name. 
and that will be your opportunity to bear witness. Keep this carefully in mind. You are not to prepare your defence, because I myself shall give you an eloquence and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed, even by parents and brothers, relations and friends, and some of you will be put to death, and you will be hated by all on account of my name, but not a hair of your head will be lost. And your endurance will win you your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, as you hear in the Gospel passage, Jesus and the others are looking at the temple that is before them. And the passage tells us that this temple is built with fine stones and votive offerings. It clearly must have been a wonder to look at. This, however, was not the original temple that was built in Jerusalem. This was what is called the second temple. The original one was even more glorious than this, and it was built by King Solomon. This one that's mentioned in the Gospel by Jesus himself is one that is rebuilt when the Israelites come back after being in captivity in Babylonia. And it was reconstructed in the time of Jesus by King Herod. The Romans themselves knocked this temple down and destroyed all of Jerusalem in the year 70 AD. Fragments of this temple still exist to this very day. If you go to Jerusalem, that wailing wall is exactly the western wall of the temple itself, built by King Herod, or reconstructed by him. The destruction of the temple uh, by the Romans in the year 70 AD is a key moment in the Christian faith. After this, the Jewish authorities expel the Christians from the synagogue, very often put them in prison, cast them out of their families, and say that no one is to associate with them. Previous to this, they themselves attended the synagogue along with the rest, said the prayers, and came also to this temple. Now they're cast out of the synagogue. Now they're brought before kings and governors, and now also they're thrown into prison. If you read or listen to the gospel very often, What you sense then is that animosity and division between the Christians and the Orthodox Jews. And what happens is it seems to have caught fire in different places where the Jewish people themselves settled in those ancient times. Even in Rome it was present. And so fiery was the conflict that took place there that the emperor himself put out the Jewish people and the Christians outside the city walls. Some people down through the centuries have misunderstood this conflict to do great harm to the Jewish people. The gospel very often has been used in this sense to begin pogroms, to persecute populations and maybe also to demonise people as well, leading to the terrible holocaust of the 20th century. 
You know yourself that some people can make the Bible say what they want it to say. The Bible, as any holy book, is a dangerous book in the hands of the wrong people. The Bible itself must be read through certain filters, otherwise its truth and its meaning can be very easily lost. Its sense can be lost to us. It can be used sometimes to confirm prejudices, and its greatest danger very often is when it's put in the hands of fundamentalists who make it what they want it to say. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and Son. With the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We ask God once again for the gift of perseverance to see things in our life through to the end. For countries experiencing great hardships through natural disasters of fires, droughts and flooding. That the human family may be moved to assist those in need. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are persecuted for their beliefs. That we may learn to live in the world through love rather than hatred. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the country at this time, in which it is choosing a new government to lead us. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those living away from home in faraway places, for safety and protection for them. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For those who bring joy into our life through their gifts of talents in music and sport. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For all who have died, Sadie Kirk, Thomas Gorman and Margaret Finlay, and all that we are asked to remember in the month of November. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, we ask you to bring justice into our world and bring peace into our lives. Turn our hearts to good things and just ways of living. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.
please join in hymn number 273, Gifts of Bread and Wine. that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant, O Lord, we pray that what we offer in your sight may obtain for us the grace of being devoted to you and gain for us a prize of everlasting happiness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for your holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Is he who comes in the 
you are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep, in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
Lord came among us not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. Happy are those who are called to the supper. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the words my soul shall be.
Number four, one, three, lay your hands gently upon us. Let us pray. 
We have shared in these gifts and this sacred mystery, and we humbly implore you, Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us a growth in charity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 706, Walk With Me, O My Lord. me.